I lead a lot of the yoga hikes and especially with these groups that come together, even if it is a planned bachelorette party or woman's weekend, you know, maybe they've only met a few times and they're coming from different walks of that bride's life. Um, It's so amazing to see the transformation just in the two and a half hour experience, Uh, the way that they bond with one another, the way they just reconnect with themselves just for the short yoga hike and practice. It is, it's really special. It's really beautiful to allow people to, you know, step out of their day-to-day hustle and take time to slow down and like recognize beauty all around them. So that was Sue Ann Fisher from Asheville Wellness Tours, along with her partner, Nicole Wills. Asheville Wellness Tours offer some really unique experiences here in Asheville. Uh, They create tailor-made tours and itineraries for groups that are looking for a unique wellness experience within the Asheville community. And this is the Making It in Asheville podcast, a podcast where the two of us sit down with people like Nicole and Sue Ann and discuss what they're making and how they are making it in Asheville. We're your hosts, Sarah and Tony, and today we're super excited to be talking with some of the sweetest ladies in town. True. They are almost as sweet as you, Sarah. Eyes. But seriously, we had them over our place. They sat on our couch. We had all the mics set up. And honestly, it was it can be hard to do a four-person conversation. Mm -hmm. I was a little nervous about it because there, you know, everyone has their own idea of what's to say next. But I think that the conversation is incredibly smooth. They work very well together. And to your point, the absolute sweetest hearts in the world. They come from a mixed background of wellness and yoga, specifically with Sue Ann, and then uh, hiking and a little bit of wilderness wilderness therapy therapy Mm -hmm. from Nicole. And, uh, well, you'll listen, but it just, it all makes a lot of sense. I loved this episode because A, this is one of the few times that we've uh, gone into the topic of wellness, which I think is uh, super important in Asheville. And there's a, there's a strong history of wellness in Asheville, but also because this is such a unique offering in this community. Um, these two ladies started or really took over the Asheville Wellness Tours a few years ago and have done just a fantastic job of bringing it to where it is today. So without further ado, we're going to dive right in and um, here is Sue Ann Fisher and Nicole Wills of Asheville Wellness Tours. Enjoy. Tell us a little bit about Asheville Wellness Tours. What do you guys do and how did it get started? Asheville Wellness Tours. Uh, We curate experiences and custom itineraries for groups visiting Asheville. Really adventures with a wellness twist. So any kind of experience that's happening here like yoga hikes, essential oils, tarot readings, cooking classes, the list is very long, but if it fits under that really broad umbrella of wellness, uh, we can do it. Um, And so we're all about fostering connection for the groups that are visiting, connection with themselves, 
with each other and then with this place, the really cool, exciting things that are already happening here. We work with a lot of women's groups, so bachelorette parties, mother-daughter, weekend getaways, um, which is really special. It's a, a sweet little niche that we have working with women as well. Yeah, I, I, when you were telling us about that niche of like the wedding industry, yeah. I was like, oh, wow, I mm. never... Like, when you said the name Asheville on the stores, I wasn't like, oh, yeah, they're curating bachelorette parties. But then you were like, no, really, like, a lot of what we do is bachelorette parties. And I was like, oh, wow, that's so interesting. Like, was that what you thought it was going to be when you first started? Or So we started as a walking tour downtown. So we had a, a walking tour when there were only a few ways to tour downtown years ago. <laughs> Um, and the walking tour had a wellness has a wellness twist. So we talk about Asheville's history, talk about the wellness history in Asheville, and we go to different local businesses, our, our partners, um, to give people this experience of Asheville life. Um, and then from there, we really grew organically. So people that were coming on the tour were wanting more. They were asking questions about other. Uh, experiences they could have in Asheville um, and that's kind of how we decided to grow into the custom itineraries and started to lead yoga hikes and help people plan their their weekend or their day really for for me it was like well to segue from what Suan said there were only a few ways to experience downtown and now there are over 25 yeah. <laughs> different ways uh so when, when you say ways do you mean like Tours that tours. you know about? Okay. Mm -hmm. It is yeah. like comedy. Yeah. La Zoom. Mm -hmm. La Zoom. Food, food tours. tours. Scavenger mm -hmm. hunt. Mm -hmm. Literature. History tour. Literature. Uh, a lot. There are a lot. The Grey Line trolley tours. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So we were going to have to do something anyway, but it was really easy for us just to listen to the people who were coming on the tours. And the biggest um, pain point we were hearing was that they were really stressed, the groups specifically. Like one person is trying to plan a whole weekend for a group of 10 women who maybe haven't met each other. Mm -hmm. And so trying to solve that pain point, we were like, no, 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 we can help you. We know all the things. Like, Just call me. We'll talk it out. It's fine. Uh, and that's really where it started. Okay, we're going to offer this menu of things that uh, we know are quality, legitimate, um, curated experiences. I love that. How did the first couple groups find you? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Google, I guess. Google. We, yeah, this is something that's in our like five-year plan is to actually advertise. We haven't. Uh, we've done a paid listing in Romantic Asheville, and so mm -hmm. basically, what's happening is word of mouth. You know, somebody comes on the walking tour because they Google yoga and Asheville and tour maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, oh my gosh, you do all these other things. Okay, we're going to come back. And um, we've had a lot of repeat groups or one person that was in this bachelorette party and now they're part of a wedding, uh, mm -hmm. et cetera. So uh, word of mouth really so far. Yeah. Um, I, I would say a lot of people find us uh, through social media now as well. That's kind of a new way through Instagram, which mm -hmm. is always surprising for me and awesome when someone actually says, oh, yeah, I saw a post and then I booked a yoga hike or a tarot card reading. Um, so there's so social media has been driving some new customers as well as just our reviews 
um, on TripAdvisor, Google, Facebook. Cool. Yeah, and I I mean, I was asking, I guess specifically, because sometimes it's the cart or the horse, right? Like, Uh you know, if there is social media and you have been creating enough content, then yeah, maybe people would go, oh, click, click, click book a tour mm-hmm. um and but like the square one right like all right we have this idea we're gonna build we're gonna build a tour it's gonna be different it's gonna be wellness uh and then it's like what do you buy a website do you uh email a sorority like I, I, what's the first thing you do and so did you start with a website probably mm-hmm. yep yes <laughs> well and I, I imagine too you I mean you guys both have are pretty um ingrained already in the Asheville community because Sian, you teach yoga and remind me. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> I'm a yoga hiking guide, not a yoga <laughs> instructor. Uh, yeah. And so, travel perfect. planner. So maybe yeah. let's take a second. Let's, yeah. let's, let's figure out who are the other two lovely voices in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Sue Ann, tell us a little bit about yourself and then this might help say how did the first people show up because it wasn't like you just moved to Asheville turned on a website all of a sudden you have customers I guess yeah like if Tony and I tried to open a wellness tour which is the only way my mind can think about (laughs) it right now (laughs) but um so yeah maybe a little bit of your Asheville history yeah so I moved to Asheville about five years ago now um and before I was in Asheville I spent a good amount of time traveling and studying yoga. Um, I lived at kind of like an ashram setting, a a yoga center for a number of years in British Columbia. And that's where I studied, trained, did a lot of teaching, teacher trainings, all that. Um, And then we had friends that lived in Asheville and came to visit once and really liked it. So I packed up and moved to Asheville. My husband moved here a few months ahead of me, which was helpful for sure. Um, And then I guess I I quickly got involved in the wellness scene. So I started teaching at West Asheville Yoga. Um, I started working for Kat Matlock, who owned West Asheville Yoga at the time. And then eventually I purchased West Asheville Yoga from Kat. So um, yeah, I feel really grateful that I just met like-minded people pretty easily and was really welcomed into that scene. Mm-hmm. So. That's great. Thanks. And that was Sue Ann. <laughs> uh, I'm Nicole. <laughs> uh, I moved to Asheville in 2008 to work cool. in wilderness therapy for at-risk adolescents. Um, I had never heard of Asheville and loved it immediately, which I hear happens to a lot of people. Um, so I was really fortunate to just stumble upon it wow. uh, then. And since 2008, I've been back and forth. I've lived in Ecuador and Peru. I was sort of splitting my time. Uh, I was all over the U.S., uh, Alaska, out west, um, guiding and uh, planning travel. My specialties are in the Andes of Ecuador and Galapagos and then the Smokies. So uh, <laughs> about three years ago, I started feeling like maybe the next great adventure would be to sit still, um, give that a try. So uh, when it came time to pick a place, Asheville made a lot of sense. Great community here. The lifestyle is perfect for me. I could continue to guide 
Um, and yeah, so I bought a house, committed, sitting still, and with the travel planning background and then my connection to wilderness and specifically how people interact with and enjoy it in a lighthearted way, um, just made a lot of sense combining that with Sue Ann's experience in the wellness industry. We just sort of started yeah, it making sounds it. Like, like a perfect <laughs> fit to start in the wellness <laughs> How did you guys meet? Mm, so, uh, the, the way Asheville Wellness Stores started, there was a woman who lived in town who was working with the Salt Cave and Dover Tea House, and she was a yoga instructor. Uh, she is still, but in Charleston. So, she, Dobra, and the Salt Cave had this idea of bringing people to those two businesses and then pausing in between to do yoga. So, she had done that um, off and on kind of as a side project for about a year before she decided to move to Charleston. And as she was leaving, I was coming back. This is in my time to sit still phase and uh, had been travel planning in Ecuador. I ran a lot of retreats for instructors from Asheville. So uh, through those connections, I met her. I still can't really, it's the vortex, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Sue Ann actually interviewed to be a guide for the walking tour. Uh, and I thought immediately, who is this person? She has <laughs> got her stuff together. I would like to work with somebody and want to do this by myself. And here we are. Yep. And how long ago was that? Uh, she's been on board a year. So uh, Asheville Wellness Tours, as it is, is really a, a year old. And I was probably doing it seriously about six months before that. So not long before Sue Ann came on. We're, we're newbies. We're babies. Still it's pretty new. <laughs> it's amazing. I would never, would not have guessed that. Would yeah, not have guessed it that. seems like with all the product offerings that you guys have, that you've have been around for ages, you know. So it's it's impressive, very yeah. very impressive. Thank you. Have you have you sort of seen different stages of the business so far? I know it's still pretty young, but definitely. How has it changed since you first started? Well, something that we've done is we've tested a lot of different experiences and activities. So that's been fascinating for me to watch, to see, like, sometimes we'll meet with a local partner and we'll think, like, oh, we've got a great idea. And then we put it up on the website and it's like, oh, no one else thought that was a great idea. And then there's other things that we try and we're excited about it and they really take off. So just watching those, one thing being the yoga hikes, um, which are really fun. I'm glad you guys asked my opinion. The yoga hike that we (laughs) happened to, so uh, how long ago was that now? Like three weeks? Two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Two weeks ago, three. Time flies and also super slow. It seems like it was yesterday, but it also seems like... <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a baby on board yeah. on, on Sue Ann's side. But in the future, the baby might not be on board uh, anymore. Right. In like be a little sling. <laughs> in, a, in a sling thing. But um, we went on, was it the, f- wasn't the first outdoor yoga thing? Or was, was it this year? The first night, night one? Yeah, night the first one. sunset yoga mm-hmm. hike. And Just oh my God, I feel like some, I don't know, the there's not a right metaphor for it, but it's like, Imagine eating a thing that you didn't know existed and now never eating the other version of it. Like, oh, oh, a whole milk exists. I've been drinking skim my whole life. I don't Why know. That's not like the that? right one. But I don't think I'll ever do yoga inside again when it's not, uh, you know, sunset. That was the coolest, easily the coolest thing. I found myself more present. It was 
so many reasons for it being special outside of just like being on a hill and having a cool view. Like being outside made a difference to me. Like the bugs making noise was better than uh, insert Bon Iver or whoever you would listen to in a yoga class. Um, something really, really special. And I, like I like to be funny about it because it was fun, but it was also really like a uh, a state changing experience that I didn't expect to be honest. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. That's one of my favorite parts of the work that I get to do. I I lead a lot of the yoga hikes and especially with these groups that come together. Um, and again, some of them might not know each other very well, even if it is a planned bachelorette party or woman's weekend, you know, maybe they've only met a few times and they're coming from different walks of that bride's life. Um, it's so amazing to see the transformation just in the two and a half hour experience, uh, the way that they bond with one another, the way they just reconnect with themselves just for the short yoga hike and practice. Mm. It is, it's really special. It's really beautiful to allow people to, you know, step out of their day-to-day hustle, whatever is going on for them and take time to slow down and like recognize beauty all around them and Mm. take time to connect with their bodies and their breath. And so that's my favorite part of all of this. And, you know, even for like, we do yoga at the rental. So we'll do a, a, a custom yoga class and, um, you know, some people, it, it's really outside their comfort zone to do, to even take a yoga class, let alone in front of 10 of their friends. It's like a big deal. And just to see them bond over that and like make it through and we did it and we feel great. And I want to try and start to sit and meditate for five minutes a day. It's just like that stuff really happens, which I don't know why it's still surprising to me. It still makes me smile. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's the coolest part of our job is just like if we can sneakily encourage one thing that's outside of the comfort zone. If that's a yoga hike, awesome. If it's a group tarot reading, give it a try. You're all with with your friends. It's a lighthearted weekend. Like it can be deep and meaningful. And I appreciate that you were speaking to this, Tony, of like, um, it's both, it's lighthearted and fun and deep and meaningful so that this idea of wellness is accessible all the time, no matter what you're doing. And it doesn't have to be a serious thing. You know, Mm -hmm. it can be, um, all of those bits really excited about that. We can introduce one thing and then just encourage people to take that sense of connection and unplugging back with them. Um, yeah. And one of the other thoughts that sort of just floated up as we were talking about it is I uh, I could speak for myself, and so I, that's all I'll do, but often when I think about a hike, and I, and I intentionally try not to, but when I think about a hike, it's often like, I need to conquer this thing. I need to get to the end point. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to the end point, then you take a look at the view, you take a picture, and then you like leave and now it's like how fast can I get back to the car and intentionally you know I'm always trying to look around and like oh Sarah I think this is a thing that I heard about once I think that's like a you call it a horseshoe or it's like might be it's chaga I don't know I don't know enough about these things but it's exciting so I like I try to not just think about the end point but there was a you couldn't 
you couldn't just conquer the hill and turn back around. And that in and of itself is worthwhile, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's the journey. That is yeah, very much the journey. It really is. And I think, too, that that hike also prepares prepared me for being in that mindful state right mm-hmm. like because you, you walk into a yoga class normally in, in a yoga studio and, and you've come in from wherever <laughs> you've been and whatever you've been doing your car walking whatever looking at your phone and then you like jump right into this yoga class and like yeah there's there is a moment of usually breathing and kind of getting into it but you only have a few minutes of that right versus this whole hike where Sue Ann is like telling us, stop, look around, look at the ferns, look at the, you know, trees and all this stuff. And like, you're forced to really like think for a second and, and put away your phone and just like slow down. So there's, I think there's an added layer of, of mindfulness that kind of gets you ready for the yoga on the mountaintop. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> the ferns for sure the yes. ferns <laughs> I know I know my gosh really prehistoric creatures uh, so good so I mean I, I have a question for you Nicole because it, we I'm talk to me a little bit about this pre-Asheville wellness tours when you say therapy in nature mm-hmm. I'm thinking like outward bound but I only know that by its name I don't actually know what kind of therapy exists in nature I know that it is therapeutic for me to spend time outside. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering, like, what does that, if you were to unpack it, how would you? Uh, I've thought about this a lot because that's probably one of the most meaningful periods uh, I've experienced in my life to work with those kids. Um, Wilderness therapy for at-risk adolescents, that specific Mm -hmm. demographic, it is sort of like Outward Bound, but it's less adventure-based. It's more therapeutic-based. So really it's about... Being in wilderness where there are concrete consequences, uh, a community of peers uh, and staff who support you, and then there's a therapist who comes to visit the group um, and spend time in session with the kids uh, two days every week. And then they go back and spend time in session with the families. So it's really the support system, and there is very little adventure. It's all about um, being in the backcountry, leave no trace. We break down camp hike somewhere, set it up. And so much happens for the kids just in that process uh, that there are hundreds of opportunities every day to just stop. And all we have is time. We're in the middle of the woods. Do you need to sit down right now and refuse to move for five hours? That's actually okay. Do you need to get really loud and let it out? As long as you're not hurting anybody, also fine. You know, it's just this opportunity that uh, wilderness offers us, this container and being outside and unplugged. The distractions are are fewer. It's not this constant influx of information. Um, It's incredible. I could probably talk about it for hours. Mm -hmm. I get really excited. But um, it comes back down to those concrete consequences and community and then connection. How big would a group be? Uh, we never had more than three kids per staff. So the largest group I ever worked with was 15 at a time, but they'd have seven, eight groups in the woods at the same time. You just never see each other. Oh, cool. <laughs> I didn't cool. spend enough time in the woods as a kid, and I'm like actively trying to make up for it in my 30s. <laughs> He's like, I, I keep joking with Tony, but I really do think it is true that like the Boy Scout in him is coming out. Because he mm-hmm. never, you said like you, know, you played sports, yeah. but you never went in the woods yeah. as a kid and played outside. Not, and not like I w- 
would like if I were to kind of build it again not uh-huh. like I think I would but I played a ton of sports and I like that was a beautiful thing I learned a ton from about teams and about mm-hmm. leadership and mm-hmm. um you being know sco- active. being active scored a lot of points that's all cool it's fun mm-hmm. um but like man oh man the itch that I have today is like uh-huh. to be like walking in the woods and know what's going on mm-hmm. and like I don't yet youtube has helped yeah meeting some cool people has helped <laughs> but uh, i don't yet so that that's really powerful how old like teenagers mm-hmm. 14 to 18 those kids oh. uh, and i'll tell you it's really a joy to be wandering around in the woods now with people who want to be there yeah <laughs> and i really <laughs> geek out on the plants and the facts and the science behind why we feel good and uh out there and uh it's just something else to see it firsthand you know really cool age for that formative period to be to have access i love that well thank you for the because that that helps create context and so when we think Asheville wellness tours it's not our experience so far has been on a you know a mountain hike but talk to us i guess a little bit about some of the um i guess downtown like with the tarot readings being a place downtown like what else happens in Asheville? yeah so the downtown walking tour, tour is in downtown Asheville. Um, and in, in our walking tour, we stop at different local businesses, like I said. Um, but we can also do some of the experiences downtown as well. So tarot reading. We have a location downtown where a group can have a tarot reading. Um, we have so many different local partners where we can have like a tea and tarot set up. So we go to a local tea shop, learn about tea, and then have the tarot reading. Um, we can do yoga outside, but in a downtown location, if that's something that the group wants. So like Pack Square? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And again, on our tour as well, we do a little mini yoga session <laughs> right in the heart of downtown. Fun. I think the tour is really supposed to be behind the scenes, right? Yeah. Like they have access to all of these wellness professionals and these really unique and interesting avenues to wellness as they move through a town. So they're learning about the history and kind of the overview of Asheville. And then they get access to these um, experts who are providing some sort of experiential learning opportunity, yeah. right? Uh, and it's different per... But I'd say most of our experiences, we send people to the rental, to wherever the group is, um, or we'll meet them uh, nearly anywhere in the actual area. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But the the nice thing about sending people to their vacation rental is it just takes away all of the stress. Like, okay, you want a massage, but you're having a hard time making a reservation downtown at a spa. It's fine. We'll send massage therapists to you. And then they don't have to leave. They don't mm-hmm. have to find parking. And then it opens up all these other time and opportunities. Like, oh, okay, well, if we're doing that at home, we can also do an essential oils um, reading or class <laughs> blending at home as well. So, yes, a lot of our experiences happen away from downtown. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That makes me wonder, does... Do any groups stay in hotels anymore that you've worked with? Some, Some? of them do, but okay. it's less uh, common, especially with the the groups that we're working with. Because yeah. if there's a large group, like they need a bigger space right. often. So vacation rentals are 
We love vacation rentals. <laughs> we also <laughs> both run Airbnbs. Oh. Our, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Asheville. So, we, uh, yeah. And the plot thickens. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? How many little gigs do we have? <laughs> our, our first interview was with uh, John Hopple, who runs yeah. Airbnb out of his home. That's how I found you. Ah. I saw that. Oh, cool. Heard, yeah, I heard about yeah. that interview. And yeah, it's such a... Yeah, it's a fascinating world, and we keep saying, "Oh my gosh, we need to buy a house. We can <laughs> run an Airbnb because it just seems like that's the way to go in Asheville." Yeah, um, yeah, super helpful. Super helpful. <laughs> so, where do you see most of your customers coming from? Like, I know you get a lot of girls, it seems like, <laughs> and uh, bachelorette parties and things like that. But are they from this area? Are they from? So uh, what I notice (laughs) out on the hikes, because I love asking where everyone's coming from, is uh, anywhere that we have direct flights into the Asheville airport started to become really uh, popular. So we get a lot from Chicago um, for people flying. And I notice a number of groups from Chicago, uh, Ohio, Florida, Florida, for New York. sure. Yeah, New York. Those uh, Allegiant flights. That's what's those up. Are awesome, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, really but then, like, up. people drive from Georgia, South Carolina, mm-hmm. again, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, from all over. Asheville is a destination. <laughs> people yeah. love coming here, especially for. It's so true. Mm-hmm. For $61 one way yeah. from Newark, yeah, yeah, yeah. hard to beat. It is. It is. Hard to beat. Yeah. It is. I mean, we're right next to the Smokies, too. That's mm-hmm. the most visited national park, yeah. right, in the U.S. We're just near so many population centers. You can drive for a day and get here. Um, so we're really lucky. Mm-hmm. We think we're lucky. It's cool. Sometimes we get people that are just moving to Asheville or considering moving to Asheville on our downtown walking tour. So that, and they're interested in wellness. They want to learn more about the city. That's kind of a cool yeah. demographic that we get to hang out with sometimes. Yeah. Very cool. And so speaking of the wellness community, talk to us a little bit about how that's changed over the past five years and, and how what, what you're noticing in terms of trends and where it's going yeah because it it seems like from the outside in that there are a lot of wellness things yeah in Asheville there's so many Mm -hmm. I mean first Asheville has a long history of wellness um, in the area so back to the tuberculosis outbreak Uh, this is a place where people came from for healing Um, so wellness in Asheville isn't new but it is very popular. Something we say on our tour is you can't uh, throw a yoga teacher without hitting a massage therapist. It's That's true. a good take true. on a classic. It's really true. Um, we have a number of you know massage schools in the area, um, acupuncture, herbal medicine schools. They're everywhere. Yeah, on um, our street, I think that there was one of each of what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, yoga teacher trainings, yoga studios, different styles of yoga opening up all the time, um, which I think 
is kind of cool. It just, what I've noticed is it's just become more mainstream, more people are curious about it. I mean, especially like through a big age range, which that I'm super interested in. It's like, oh, now like my parents are aware of some of the things that we offer, like tarot. Like my dad knows what tarot is. <laughs> he was just here. My dad like loves going to the salt cave. Uh, that's awesome. Like to allow for that experience. Like that's not something I would typically say like he's going to go for. But I think just with the popularity of like, and the realization of like, wow, we're really stressed. We're constantly attached to our phones whatever I can do to get myself an hour away from that, I think I might be interested in trying it. Um, and I see that more and more. Um, yeah, I think that's a great point that you can just come for a weekend and try so many things. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's almost like being in the cereal aisle and there are too many choices like, Oh God, what's on sale. But uh, you get into that paradox of choice and Asheville has been known as a hub for that kind of thing. So people who are really seeking or interested, even if they're just um, peripherally interested, right? Like, mm, maybe I'll try that. There's not this, there's not a huge commitment or uh, investment required to just sample, uh, mm -hmm. especially when you're on that in vacation mode, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think from a business side, um, changes that are happening in the wellness industry in Asheville, lots of people uh, want to give things away for free because... Uh, there are so many options and uh, something that's really important to us is making sure that people are paid for what they are offering. Mm -hmm. uh, that's been a, a trend and uh, a pattern that has really surprised me. Um, you know, when we start to work with a new partner and they're like, well, I could cut my costs by 50%. No, 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 no. You know, <laughs> uh, let's, let's all get paid for what we're doing. I think that's a very specific to the wellness community here. Mm -hmm. I think it's a very interesting trend. Love that. Uh, preach. Praise hands. Yeah. Um, I'd love, I mean, if, if it's cool, I'd love to actually ask a couple like business questions. Yeah. So a little over a year ago, we got started in, like with the wellness tours. Did you create an LLC? Like how, what, it, how do you have this thing organized? Um, and then we can ask questions about like the growing pains as a business owner uh, in Asheville, what you've learned and what's gotten easier for for example, mm -hmm. uh, we are an LLC. Um, to be honest with you, I don't remember how we made that decision. We we met a lot with uh, SCORE. Do you know that organization through the Small Business Association? I've definitely seen SCORE show up places, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I've never... They I'm are lovely. It's a resource. huge yeah. community of mostly serial entrepreneurs who are donating their time to mentor um, fresh businesses or uh, refresh a business um, just to give a different perspective, share their expertise. And so uh, I leaned pretty heavily on them um, for starting. And the LLC, the one big thing is that it separates uh, us from the business, which it's appeals to thing. me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. hiking or... And uh -huh. there's so many resources here in Asheville. Like we're part of the CVB which is the Tourism Bureau, and they're just great for helping us market, especially new businesses getting started. We're always like, have you joined the CVB yet? Do it right you, away. It's free advertising. It's it's a great thing to do and just great connections. Uh, Mountain BizWorks, we've taken classes there, SCORE. Mm -hmm. There's 
networking events. Yeah, we got uh, a lot yeah, of those. Of <laughs> I think actually that is a good segue into some pain points or lessons that we've learned. The base model of our business is to highlight things that are already happening here. So that means lots of relationship building. Um, we work with well over 50 local partners at this point, and that requires a lot of time. It's mm. important to us that we know who we're working with, who we're sending people to, are we a good match? Um, and so uh, we're not going to be perfect with over with that many relationships we've been building. So we've learned some um, how to streamline our communication process, how to make sure uh, in several different kind of um communication languages, I guess, like uh, ways this is what we're all about or this is uh, what to expect from us. So um, that's been a very interesting process and one that is fascinating to me, but I would say (laughs) that falls on the pain point, like all the people we're talking to. We're talking to all these local people and the guests who are coming. And making sure that everything's at a really high quality and that takes a lot of time time to go and have that experience mm-hmm. ourselves and make sure, you know, sometimes we're handing a group off to a different practitioner. We're not going to necessarily be there. So, you know, building that relationship and building that trust is very important. I, can, I can't honestly yet imagine. I worked for a very short window in uh, study abroad, mm, cool. leading trips for study abroad students, which was not, uh, the the dream I held in in my mind I thought I thought it'd be I loved it but it was very much selling candy to babies and it was more mm-hmm. of a sales role than a you know uh, mm-hmm. uh, connections with nature and like make people better people uh, and see the world anyway uh, I can't imagine the operational side like the people who were doing the business ops things what a juggle fast so hats off on yeah. that nicole is like the master of that it's amazing <laughs> it's She's so really much good. fun it's it's one of the things i love about what y'all are doing so much is you just have conversations with people i mean that's what it takes right exactly well that is the one thing that we're good at the, the, the next, ne- the next who's, who, who's to say and good is i guess uh subjective that is but um we do it is a beautiful thing having conversations with people. Um, and if, if at all possible, you know, learning is mm-hmm. the actual goal. And so I, I ask questions, hopefully, to, to learn from you both. I'm wondering, are there any, like, licenses or permits you need to be a tour company? I mean, are you a tour company? Is that, the, like, the technical thing? Tour mm-hmm. company, tours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, <laughs> the technical term would be tour operator, tour operator. really like tailor-made um, mm-hmm. itineraries yeah. is a sort of niche within that. Um, I mean, we have some licenses to operate in North Carolina um, for the hikes, the things that we operate ourselves. Um, all of the instructors have to have you know, their certifications and uh, first aid. Um, we have a relationship with Conserving Carolina for use of Bear Wallow Mountain. We really love Is that them. what that was called? Yep. Mm-hmm. Bear Wallow. Shouts out to Bear Wallow Mountain. That was a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful hike. And I just couldn't remember it. I tried to find it in a conversation the other day. Star that on the map. Yeah. Bear Wallow. It's yeah. Franklin? Um, Girton. Girton. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and, you know, local organizations like that are really um, 
important to us. So most of the time, it's uh, it's less about what licenses we need and just making sure that the people we're working with have the appropriate bits in place, uh, which is always educational because mm-hmm. if we're working with a transportation provider, then we have to know, do they have the for hire tags? Do they have the proper insurance? Can we be added? All of those things. Um, so again, when you're working with over 50 people, that becomes really interesting. It's a constant learning uh, process, and we just have to know the questions to ask. Um, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if, if a, a listener here is like, oh, well, I, you know, thinking about my bachelorette party, it's going to be in Asheville. What, what is the, so I can imagine just the handing off of the, what are all the things I should do thing? Let's say, well, no, Stacy loves logistics. She's great at logistics. This is her thing. What is the benefit of, of choosing you all? Is it, you know, not only the logistics, but choosing the best places? And then where is your margin? Is it fixed? Is it based on how many things they're doing? Are you paid from people traveling? Are you paid from the practitioners? Mm-hmm. These are the things that interest my yeah. mind. I'm prepared for them all. <laughs> Let me try to remember all the things you just asked me. <laughs> Lots of like questions. Five, but generally, generally questions. like, how, how does it, how does it all work? Yeah, if yeah. someone's n- not worried about, like, planning and doing the logistics, the, the service that we can really offer is knowing the best of the best. Right. So we have just a list of the top practitioners in Asheville, and we've vetted them all, worked with them they're going to show up and (laughs) perform and do like a really top-notch job. Um, For most people, we save so much time as well. Like Mm -hmm. even if you love planning, if you're not from here, you might never find, you know. Well, we can use tarot as an example. Um, We have six readers we work with on the regular and then some recommendations. Uh, So say you're a, a... a party coming in a group and you really want to do this one thing then you're googling it and it's kind of hard to find and this website looks interesting and this one it's not really clear I'm not really sure and this person you wait a day and they don't get back to you you can't reach anybody by phone you've emailed all of them and on top of that you're trying to remember where you made dinner reservations it's just about like here are all the things you can do uh, here are, we know five people. If you want to reach out to those five people, here's their contact information. I'm very happy for you to do it. Uh, we just support what they do. Yeah. If you want me to do that for you, then okay, now let's talk about paying me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's when, so we do, I often several times a week, I'm sending someone to someone else just mm-hmm. like, Hmm, I don't think I'm the right fit for you. Let me share the recommendations that I have. And, uh, uh, here's the contact information. Like, we'll, I might spend 30 minutes on the phone with them, like narrowing it down and then yeah. just passing them off. So um, for us, then it becomes, uh, they pay a, a set planning fee if they're doing a package. Which that's waived if they just book one thing. Um, it doesn't take as much time. Uh, we often earn a commission from the local partner or our partner price is a little bit lower than the public price so that if we are packaging them, we can offer a better uh, deal overall to the client. So they'll end up paying what they would have paid if they did it on their own and only maybe slightly more. That's mm-hmm. pretty important to us. We don't want to um, make it this really uh, below your budget kind of experience right. so, yeah, yeah uh, it's Love both that. it's both ends we upcharge uh, and we earn commission so we have kind of two sides mm-hmm. 
into it. <laughs> yeah. Savvy. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me happy for you both. Yeah. Cool. I want to know more a little bit about like the marketing efforts. I mean, mm. I know that you said social media and I know that TripAdvisor and reviews yeah. are really important, but what are you actively thinking about right now in order to, to do marketing? Well, we're really excited because we're redoing our website. Mm. <laughs> and that's a pretty <laughs> big deal for us. Huge. So we're excited about that. Um, but yeah, like Nicole said, Romantic Asheville has been a great... Um, stream of people finding out about us. Um, we blog. Sometimes people read the blogs, which is amazing. Yeah. I um, noticed that you guys do some some nice like wedding um, yeah. focused articles, like yeah. yoga on your wedding day. And I was yeah. thinking, oh, I need to do that. We're getting oh, married yeah. in the next week. Um, totally. But yeah, that's that's. Wait, you're getting yeah. married next Saturday. Next week? Saturday. I was like, did you just say next week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay. So it might be in the past when this episode comes awesome. out, but it is bearing down on us. Yeah. Well, you guys seem really cool. <laughs> you're very oh, calm okay. outside. Calm eyes. inside. <laughs> Paralysis. Yeah. <laughs> is the wedding here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right in, right on North Market Street. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's great. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's Weddings nice. are... Yeah. So great. <laughs> but anyways, we interrupted. Yeah, we interrupted. We we can't talk about you. So um, yeah, we're that, this is something that we're right now really diving into. I feel like our business has grown this past year, and we can really take some time and um, invest in the business. So the website is big. Looking at SEO Mm. is big for (laughs) us right now. Um, And just starting to recognize who we're reaching, how we're reaching those people, and then the other groups that we want to be reaching and maybe why we're not hitting those. um, You know, like we love working with – retirement groups like people that have just retired and they want to get their friends together because disposable yeah we've had a a good number of those but it's like how do we reach them because we don't reach them on instagram Uh, we know who we're reaching on instagram (laughs) pretty clear um so that's something that we're really spending a good amount of time well, I think what's important to us has been this whole like um, providing resources and providing information. Um, that's been crucial in our development, and we don't want to lose that. And as we start, like, okay, what are all of our paid options? Mm-hmm. We don't want to lose that base of who we are and why we're doing it. Just to like again go back to highlighting the people who are already doing cool things mm-hmm. um, and sharing that information with people who are coming here so that they have time to connect with each other, whether they're booking with us or not. And I think for us, putting more of those resources out there will be a big deal, uh, which is related to the SEO. Yeah. Um, and then forming partnerships with local hotels. We've um, partnered with the Foundry Hotel, part of Hilton's Beautiful. Curio Collection. Yeah. Very excited about that. Very excited. Um, some, right you know, so. B&B partnerships we formed and um, the larger hotels it's interesting because there's a lot of turnover in that uh, front desk staff Mm. Uh, so those relationships take a little more time to build but they're very important to us so the local partners is also another space uh, that where we put a lot of our our marketing effort uh, which to us is just relationship building I love that I 
have a two-part question. <laughs> what else is new? Uh, the first was what made, you know, in your mind as you're thinking about the business, what made now the time to revisit the website? And then I'll, I'll save my second question for later. Sorry. <laughs> So it's a red herring, but I'm wondering what made now the right time? That's a really good question. Oh, I um, know exactly why. Yeah, I mean, Go we've done it. all of that testing that she yeah. referenced earlier, that we have just poured all of this time into what do people want and having conversations um, with our clients and the local population. So now we feel like we have a really solid menu, uh, and it's time to put that out there in an organized way. It's yeah. also the the item that we kept coming back to and we were like excited about like yes that is the right thing to reinvent that's the thing yeah. to do right now um you know we've talked about other packages marketing mm -hmm. logo all that stuff which is all part of right. it but the website just right now is like that's what needs to be done. Love yeah, it. I like to say that we're very <laughs> analytically oriented, and there was a lot of research that went into it, but also it just felt right. Felt right. Yeah. This yeah. is the, mm -hmm. intuitively, this was the one step that felt like a, a, an easy yes. Yeah. yeah. So we're doing it. <laughs> so 1A with that question, is it a local business that's going to help with the website? Yes, it is. Cool. Uh, it's Josiah at uh, Yonder Day. Oh, cool. Uh, Josiah and Mason, their brothers, they're amazing. They also, uh, Josiah also built the West Asheville Yoga website for me. Um, Very cool. Don't know, I don't know them yet, but I look forward to Googling them slash yes. Instagramming them immediately following this conversation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, cool. So that was 1A. That was not question two. Question two is <laughs> email list. So the one thing I didn't hear explicitly was about email list. I'm wondering is email a part of this strategy moving forward at you all? You caught us. Yeah, this is our one, like this is yep. our biggest uh, pain point. And the one thing that we have started looking at, like, oh my God, why weren't we doing this from the beginning? Mm -hmm. Oh no. Ouch. And I know it's never too late to start. Late. We say that all the time with all the wellness pieces and we're like, okay, apply it to business. Practice what I preach. It's fine. Take a deep breath, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So now we're, we're, we're developing some resources that'll make it easier like here's this resource yeah. join the mailing list mm -hmm. we have our booking software is now linked up to our MailChimp so that every reservation that comes through will like give them the option Love it. Uh, so we're taking steps but no we've been so <laughs> bad we get an yeah. f minus f minus no news. way yeah, f, plus. f plus maybe plus, plus. <laughs> i mean we're making effort, you knew that so you yeah. needed to do it we did. so the, i'll take the plus but we're yeah. still in the f yeah, <laughs> category kind of a, yeah no i mean it's it's hard it's like it seems like building a mailing list sometimes is harder than just like starting an instagram yeah and i don't know why it's like because maybe because we're just not used to it and but then you have to keep is. up with it too you have to like write <laughs> yeah. the emails yeah but so on instagram you have to write the posts yeah it's mm -hmm. true you know but yeah there's, there's a little bit so more thought. scary though about clicking that yeah. send, send button yeah Oh, on MailChimp, and uh, you see the little, like... High five. I know. Yeah. That's yeah. what he does. <laughs> and then it tells you how many people don't open it. Like, oh, my God. No, they, they don't love me. And then, <laughs> We're inundated all the I, time, right? I love seeing who, like, clicks it. I Yeah, on my West Asheville one, I can see, like, exactly, like, who my top fans are. And I'm just like, yes, thank you. That's so funny. And... Um, yeah, I just, that came, you know, that popped into my mind, A, because I'm sort of obsessed with that as a, you know, ownable channel for a business, but mm -hmm. also, um, 
because the way that you talked about your business specifically was very much that uh, you want to be of service full stop. And if that means pointing people to other businesses without making money one way or another, that's still worthwhile for time investment. That sounds a lot like reason for me to be on your mailing list Mm -hmm. um, and reason for people who are six months out from the trip to start to pay attention. And that could be a resource in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Um, Alas. Uh, yeah, we are. Oh, I mean, we do have, and like in my mind right now, I can picture the newsletter. It yeah. has this really nice, and cute little thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see it. I can really see it. We just need to. How do you do it? Yeah, yeah you just, I'm making uh, yeah, gestures at ju- this microphone like it can see me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when in doubt, just press send on a on a couple of under designed, yeah. under engineered emails mm-hmm. uh, to kind of flex that muscle. Didn't I, you do something like just start? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes, I yes, yes. Yeah. That. And our and I and our first email was like literally like like no graphics, no color, mm-hmm. just like text. Mm-hmm. I support that as it's I, still I pretty want, much like that, but yeah. So like, <laughs> you know there's a tendency and our emails recently have been really built out because we, while growing the mailing list has been important to us and giving people a reason to join it has been important. Um kind of like the hygiene and the consistency with which we're sending out new information has been low. So by the time we send an email, it's, you know, two weeks and two weeks we've released two podcasts. We've posted however many things on Instagram. We've written three blog posts. So it's like this whole big thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, broke my rule. Seven calls to action in this email. But all the while, like, this is what we're, what we've been up to. Um, but I think that the best emails are emails – that look like an email you would send me in reply to an email that I sent you, mm-hmm. meaning like two sentences, yeah. <laughs> very clear. Uh, and there's a whole like school of thought that says that emails should never be more than five sentences. Hmm. But marketing emails so versus yeah, emails, emails are different. Yeah. And they, you know, marketing is different than general, like business flow, operational emails. But I love Email marketing is such an interesting and fun space. List building. <laughs> List building. List, List yeah. building. Mm-hmm. Um, Segmentation. Oh, yeah. man. Click create now. Oh, my God. And the, yeah. yeah, that's fun. So, um, okay. I want to pivot. Can yes. we, are you done with the business questions? <laughs> I, I don't want to be, but yes, I am done. Okay. Well, you guys go back to yeah. it. But I... I, I want to know more about wellness and I'd love to know about your sort of a like morning routine and how you infuse wellness into that but also just like your daily routine yeah and general like what do you do to practice wellness yeah um so I've been practicing yoga for quite a while now and um I practice a lineage from a lineage it's vichnana yoga so it's a certain type of yoga, and it was inspired, um, it was founded by Urit Sengupta, Donna Holliman, who studied with Iyengar and Patabi Joyce. These are like big yoga names that maybe you know, maybe you don't know. Um, but anyway, so they actually created a, 
a different school of yoga, and it's one of the only schools that are um, created by women and men and women practice, but it's mainly women that practice Vichnana yoga. Um, And we kind of have a set practice. You could think of it as a prescribed practice. So every morning I have a sit that I do. It's a Zen-inspired meditation. Um, So it's just sitting, literally just sit. Do you sit in any kind of way? Or you just like <laughs> sit on the couch like you're sitting right now? And I mean, I have like my, my yoga props, my bolster, my blanket. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, literally just sit. And, um, How long does one sit? Is that variable based on the morning? Um, yeah. So, I mean, ideally I sit for an hour. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Um, but right now I'm, I'm honestly sitting for more like 30 minutes just because it's hard for me to sit. I'm Baby almost nine months pregnant. <laughs> I know no one <laughs> can see me in this podcast, but um, yeah, just with the way my life is right now, that's what happens. Uh, and then it, we have a set pranayam practice. So that's a breath work practice. So I do my breath work and then I do my physical yoga, yoga asanas, what people think of um, with a yoga practice and each day of the week, I have a different practice. So Mondays, I might f- focus on arm balances, uh, inversions. Tuesdays, back bends. Wednesdays, forward folds. You get the picture. <laughs> Thursday, back bends. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, I didn't start like that. You know, yeah. that took years and years and years to develop. Um, How much time every day do you think you spend? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I spend probably close to two and a half to three and a half hours a day uh, on my amazing. own practice. Yes. <laughs> um, but then I also, like, I teach and I go to other classes and I, um, yeah, so my wellness world is different now um, because it's also part of my job. Yeah. Which is strange. Yeah. But it's awesome, right? It's, it's it's cool. I worked for a short while in fitness, and I felt that my fitness was possibly one of the worst in periods while I was coaching uh-huh. yeah. things. Yeah, I can totally relate with that. It, it can be, like, so intense if I'm teaching, like, four classes a day. Like, how do I – what do I do? Yeah. And what I found is I just – you know, it's part – like, wellness – and health takes a daily commitment, like a daily check-in. So, yeah, I'm going to check in with myself and notice, like, what's going on today? Well, my baby is in the right position. It's head down. Like, I'm not going to do my afternoon inversion practice anymore. Like, that's just, I got to, there's a whole afternoon segment of practice, too. <laughs> but I won't go into that because I'll bore you. Um, but, you know, it, it takes a check-in. So, yeah, if I'm teaching four classes... I might shift my practice for that day. But then what I try and do is, okay, well, look at my week. Like, how often am I, am, often am I doing that? And, like, what is winning? What's the most important thing to me? And how do I start to prioritize? And it's different for everyone. Yeah. I don't have an answer. And for those of you who have never worked uh, four one-hour classes or hour 15 or whatever it is, it is not four hours it is not five hours, no. of, you know, it is 
times two. It's yeah. whatever it is. It's yeah. it's a full day. Four hours is uh, what happened to my my Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I used to teach. Not, yeah. yeah, so I was not moving around physically at all. <laughs> I was just, you know, saying words in English. But I teach five hours a day, and that was like a full day. Wow. So I can only imagine when you're also physically involved, how, you know, kind of draining that can could be, you know. Yeah, you like, for me, it's just been a big learning. Like, I feel really fortunate. I've had so many great teachers and mentors and people that have encouraged me to to learn and figure out what feels good for me. Like, this, yeah, for me, like, I want to continue to do this practice my entire life. Like, I don't see a reason why I won't be able to continue to practice. Like, I really, yeah, it's mm-hmm. that important to me. So, um, yeah, try and keep that in mind. I mean, but another thing I'll say, sorry, I feel like I'm hogging, (laughs) uh, about wellness is like how I entered into the yoga world was actually through selfless service, karma yoga, it's called. So I didn't, I mean, I had a, a like fake yoga practice, not fake, but you know, very little yoga practice. I didn't really practice every day and I went and lived at a yoga center and, for years, how I practiced yoga was selfless service. So basically like volunteering at this center, whatever, cleaning beds, cleaning toilets, making uh, retreat rooms. And eventually that, like I kept learning more and more and getting different teachings and learning different practices. And that's how my yoga practice evolved. So I think like with wellness, it's the same way. It's like just that start of like, okay, I want to be a better person I want to be a healthier person I want to improve my life like that's wellness it's the starting point mm-hmm. I love that yeah it's, it's changed I mean it's changed I think about it's changed for me what wellness uh-huh. looks like um and it's different definitely different from what you do <laughs> different from what Tony does and for so sure. on um so yeah I, I like that idea of, of kind of always learning but also finding what feels good for you Mm -hmm. and and I think allowing what I also heard was allowing it to be different in different stages and seasons yeah Yeah. you're pregnant can't do those emergencies (laughs) (laughs) I think I know some people do (laughs) but yeah I mean yeah that's my philosophy love it yeah all right, Nicole, you have 20 seconds. Sorry. <laughs> uh, chocolate chip cookies and red wine. Oh. Can that be wellness too? Yes, that is I, definitely less yeah. self-love. Uh, right, yeah. Uh, unplugging, like uh, a phone-free zone, some fresh baked chocolate chip cookies and a glass of wine on my porch. Sometimes that's what my wellness practice looks like. Uh, it every day has something to do with getting out in nature. I live yeah. right by the Mountains to Sea Trail. So it's really important to me that I am on it uh, daily. Raining, hot, cold, gloomy, doesn't matter. Like for my sanity, I need to get on it, on that trail. Uh, Leave the phone behind. I'll go through periods of time where I turn it on airplane mode for a couple of hours. And then, um, I mean, I will find myself at midnight clicking away trying to who knows what I'm doing. (laughs) I know. Do you ever find yourself like it's late at night and you're like, 
why am I still why here? What am I this doing? doesn't need to happen. Yeah. yeah. Every totally night it. of yes. my life. Yeah. Why does this, I have no idea. Dopamine. That's the answer. Yeah. Dopamine. Yeah. It's the bright colors. It's I the fast so, moving man. film. Shiny lights. Like, it's the hearts. It's red. It's all yeah. of it. It's dopamine. Yeah. I got to get this done right now. Like tons of pressure. <laughs> also for me, I continue to do multi-day hiking trips as a guide um, for another company, uh, the company I was travel planning for and guiding with in Ecuador um, for a while. I uh, That's very important to me. So at least one of those per month. Thanks, Suian, for taking over when I disappear like that. Um, but to be in the mix, because I'm usually behind the computer and I don't get on the mountain and I don't get to see that people are really connecting. And so then I get really anxious and wonder like, are they connecting with each other with the place? I don't know. Um, so like having that opportunity to be in the woods and get paid for it is really important. Um, because then I can put it in the should category, which is helpful for me. Like I should be walking in the woods right now. I have to be, uh, and that is usually a requirement. So if I make it part of my routine to like, I have to be eating cookies, drinking red wine on my porch right now, uh, that's wellness. So I would say like, uh, also making time to get together with girlfriends and Mm -hmm. continuing uh, to build friendships is like a part-time job, you know? Uh, but again, I'm putting it into the have to category, like put it on my calendar, um, bi-weekly, I'm going to hang out with some women. Um, those sorts of things, uh, are really important for me. So it's less, um, a prescription that a lot of people can follow more of that, that check-in, like what do I need? And self-care is always the top of that list. Like I am not practicing, um, what I preach. So I have to find these ways to do it. And this year I went to my first silent meditation retreat. It was mm. just four days. Is that but what is this? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's now on my mandatory have to list, uh, twice a year as like a, a reset and a recharge twice, um, a, year. twice a year. Oh, I need goodness. like one in the spring, the other side of that. I need one in spring, one in the fall and also a visit to the Grove Park Inn spa mm. uh, twice <laughs> a year, amazing. beginning a season <laughs> and end of season. So, um, that's a whole lot of like, I consider all of those to be wellness. I don't know if that counts. They, they all totally. seem <laughs> like wellness to, to this side yeah. of the yeah. so, wait, uh, I, wait, I have a really important okay. question. What type of chocolate chip cookies and uh-huh. what type of wine? Uh, yeah, those are great questions. I buy, this is kind of embarrassing. I buy I a know. giant tub of uh, cookie dough that you can scoop out one or two cookies, mm. sometimes three, and bake them right in. So wherever I'm getting the giant tub, I don't have a brand that I've settled on that I really love, uh, and I love uh, Malbec. Mm. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Noted. To sign that I have to start this practice, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, that was all wellness to me, and that mm-hmm. is as I love the the if we did the hot chocolate chip cookies i think i'd be more on board i'm not like if it comes in a box or if you bought it it's not like out of the oven yeah i'm just not i say that i don't like desserts and every time i say it it's like you're a fucking liar you <laughs> <laughs> gotta like desserts like shoving the ice cream in his mouth I'm can like... i tell you something that might not be podcast uh worthy 
I went through a period of time in my life where if they had a New York style cheesecake on the menu, I ate it first. This is the dessert first philosophy. And let me tell you, it's amazing because <laughs> if you order dinner and you eat the whole thing, you're like, oh, I'm too full for dessert and you miss it. But if you eat dessert first and then you're too full to finish your whole entree, you have lunch tomorrow. Mm. Leftovers. It's amazing. You get all Love of the it. things and all the flavors. Isn't she brilliant? I highly uh, recommend yes. <laughs> I could do that. I could swing that. Yeah. Our (laughs) entire restaurant experience has changed for the rest of our life, I think, because of that. That was 100% podcast worthy, just so you know. That was your welcome listener. Singular. (laughs) Singular listener. Everybody's Uh, ordering desserts tonight. Tonight, uh, New York style cheesecakes for everybody. Um, Wow. Okay. No, I think that both of those were perfect in their own separate ways and what i what i'm gonna try and take away is uh hey i don't love this is a me thing this is a one of my coaches and friends devin says you should on yourself mm-hmm. don't should on yourself mm-hmm. right but i like that you have like non-negotiable mm-hmm. things like these are like almost identity based like i'm the type of person who goes outside every day and when i'm at my best i prioritize walking on the you know uh, mountain to see. So like, I, I love that as it's not necessarily, um, a fixed workout, mm-hmm. but I get into the gym every day. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that. That's kind of how my body, um, likes to be treated. That's how my mind like feels good. Mm-hmm. And my body also does. So I, I personally, that mm-hmm. speaks to me three hours of, uh, you know, the, I, so my where I'm at is like, can I find peace and stillness? Like, can I can I ground myself? And uh, it is a scary place when I sit for thirty minutes mm-hmm. and only have my own brain. So that might be some work that I need to do in twenty twenty mm-hmm. or now, tomorrow. Yeah, like five minutes. Yeah. You know what's because I think uh, my brain is a little is similar to the way you're describing yours, working and running and going. Um, the mindfulness practices in the woods. So mm. if you're feeling drawn to nature, just like reconnecting to the senses mm-hmm. is so valuable. If the devices are away and it's okay, my mind is racing, but what do I hear right now? Mm. What do I see? Uh, what do I smell and taste? And so each of the senses, right? Like feel and what layers of feeling do I have or what layers of hearing? Is there something like I can hear my breathing because I'm running from a bear <laughs> uh, and the gentle breeze oh in the God. background, you know, yeah. <laughs> just like uh, I, we always told the kids, be where your boots are. Mm. What can you do to be where your boots are? And that's always really helpful for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love that. <laughs> oh my God. But th- that's, I think, what you've captured is part of why I loved our hilltop sunset practice because when I'm in a room I had I'm aware of my tendency to look at other people and uh, think about oh they're using a Bose player that's interesting you'd imagine Mm -hmm. it'd be plugged into the wall like you know their base surrounds (laughs) and like all of a sudden like why are you thinking about their surround sound or lack thereof chill out like get Uh back into and when I was outside I was like yeah. You know, I was like, oh, there's a cat. Yeah. Like, it was nothing. It's a cow. You know, it <laughs> wasn't, even the distractions were grounding in their own way, and that was yeah. a powerful thing. Yeah. 
I agree with that wholeheartedly. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go outside every day. I try to go outside every day and I'm the same way. Like I'll hear like a rustle in the woods and I'm like, is that a bear? And then I freak (laughs) out and then nothing. But there is a certain mindfulness even in just that Mm -hmm. fear of a bear. That's (laughs) so true. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we might be speed round-ish territory yeah we, we call it speed round it's not really speed round i don't know why we gave it the it, same the round has a speed it's mm-hmm. just not fast <laughs> <laughs> yeah it sounds so exciting yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um no we have kind of a, um some questions that we ask about Asheville. so just pivoting a little bit away from the business side and everything but what do you like to do in Asheville? where do you like to go as far as restaurants bars cafes or activities things to do uh do you guys have any ideas for wellness things we could do in town i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah. kidding and maybe we leave the wellness <laughs> can we get back to you on that <laughs> uh let's we can talk wellness related and then um wait has anyone said to go to zombra do you know no, that is like that is tried and true totally since I first moved here. They've been around and they're like really cool, dark space. Um, Zombra. Zombra. And it's like farm to table, small plates. Tapas. Definitely tapas. Definitely get the gnocchi um, huh. while you're there. And if you go to Red Ginger, let the server uh, guide your ordering experience mm, and cool. try the green beans. You That's won't be disappointed. I said, let's start with wellness and go to food. No, but I got really I, excited <laughs> about the food. <laughs> That's all I can think about. I always feel kind of just like... I always say the places that everybody loves. Like I love Owl Bakery. I love. Have come you up, been there? In, okay, yes, but good. it's come up less than you would imagine. So oh really? Good, good shout out. Oh to nice. Uh, Chaipani. Mm-hmm. Everyone probably says Chaipani, huh? That's like my y- go-to. Yes and no. I mean, just keep going. Don't don't assume <laughs> that people have said this. This is a speed round. Speed round. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Let <laughs> it all flow. Just let it. <laughs> Whole donuts. Oh, donuts, uh, so good. Taco Belly. Yes. God. That's what I was just thinking. No and they're way. right next door, so you can they get are, them. They are, I know. Okay, copper okay. Wait, wait, wait for this. Yeah. Sorry. Let's <laughs> do it. My hands are up. Uh, think about this. A plain donut from Whole, fresh, hot, cut in half, with a little sister taco stuffed in between. What do you think about that? I think it could be really, really good. I'd be open to trying a it. Taco donut. Okay, no one's left. So, I, 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 I am. So, so but I think it could be amazing. There's a couple assumptions okay. in the way that it was described. Are we talking? <laughs> you know, this is the do- so listeners. The donut is placed on a plate, yeah. and I'm taking a knife vertically through Wait, it. No, Wait, no, no. Glazed or unglazed? <laughs> Sorry, unglazed, okay. unglazed. Right. So it's just like just that dough. fried dough. Fried dough. Mm. Got it. Mm-hmm. And so the knife- which is delicious. <laughs> like, let's just pop so you there. cut it like a bagel. Yeah, you cut it like a bagel, bagel style. and then you have a taco mm. inside the donut. Listener, um, she's I, also pregnant. Oh. I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> is it too weird? So here's here's is the thing. Too weird? Here's the thing. Okay. I think I think my mind is jumping to you know, ground beef inside of this donut. <laughs> and oh. I don't think that's what you, what is the little the sister? The little sister is the beans. So it is savory. It's going to be a savory, savory sweet thing. Okay. You know, mm. I think this might be a pregnant thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, well, the, now that I'm saying it out loud, it feels like it could be a pregnant thing, but I'm still willing to try. So maybe I'll talk to the two business owners. But a little sister is like the cheese, mm. the fresh mm-hmm. cheese, 
beans. Yeah, uh, I think sauce. I had that the last time. Listen, lettuce, fried bread. So I, I'm I'm with you in this department. Everyone else might yeah. be judgy. I'm looking at you too. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it's like it's like the pizza cone movement yeah, you, thing, you, right? That was a thing. Movement. I, I don't know, but pizza you. Fr- cone. Yeah, it was it was pizza like in a folded like in a cone or like or like there was like the time. pizza like burger or, like something weird like that uh, when you're combining two foods mm. uh, alas i think you put fried dough on anything it's gonna that's taste good. good that's not yeah, pregnant true. that's life. logic life. it's wellness <laughs> okay yeah uh i also love all souls pizza now that mm. you said pizza white labs i love pizza pizzas white labs for pizza yeah Mm. Have you had their pizza? No, we We've haven't been, been to White Labs yet. We've it's driven really by cool. it's on the street. You know, they they make yeast, and they probably all your favorite beers. Maybe they started the yeast for those beers. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. Very cool. I mean, um, we're into <laughs> the idea of White Labs. It's yeah. just it, we haven't found the time just yet. But yeah. it's uh, it's it seems like the cool like the coolest. And what a smart, seemingly savvy yeah. thing. To go to like the beer yeah. city and just say like, oh yeah, we got you on the stuff that happens before beer. Right. That's not water. Just gonna ferment everything yeah. and let you yeah. eat it. Amazing. Mm. Can we tell you like top of mind things that come to like? I have visitors coming to town and we're gonna take them to mm-hmm. the Salt Cave. So you've mentioned it now four mm-hmm. or five times. I uh, just for the listener who doesn't know, because okay, cool. not me, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. know. Oh, cool. <laughs> What the salt caves uh, singular? I don't, you know, what is the salt caves singular? So, uh, it's an enriched microclimate. Yeah. All you have to do is relax. It's filled with pink Himalayan salt. Wait, um, wait, wait, this is like wait. the purest imported from Himalayas. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. They're actually importing. There, are, there's probably a boat with a ton of pink salt on it right now, coming right now. for the new salt cave that's opening even closer to you. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to have a big mama cave and a little smaller cave and some other cool things. But it is uh, really good for lots of things. There's a very long list, um, but seasonal allergies and that's top of mind for me because uh, it's fall and that happens. Anyway, seasonal allergies and cleansing and breathing, uh, breathing relaxing. Kind of like sitting next to the ocean, mm-hmm. but you're in a salt cave. And theirs is special because they have um, like running water in the cave. So there's like little fountains and that helps circulate the salt through water instead of like sending it through the air, which can mm. be really harsh for the mm. lungs. Oh my gosh. And did you know, just like a waterfall in nature, that sort of water feature, the collision of those water particles is ionizing the air. And those uh, negative ions circulate in with your body and lead to the decrease of uh, anxiety and depression. It's one of those like facts about nature that I really geek out we on. We love the salt cave. We do. We like them a lot. Now, yep. just... Is it like a, a, you know, like a cave in a mountain or is it like a basement? Oh, it's a man-made cave. It's a man-made cave. So it's like a shop. Like you could think of like you Mm -hmm. enter like the store and then they have their salt rocks for sale and their lamps and stuff. And then you get uh, escorted back and then they have this man-made salt cave. The new one's going to be epic and cool. I don't know. We'll have to ask Jody to describe that. What, what neighbor, where is that? So, um, right now they're downtown on Eagle street. Um, so, but they're moving very soon soon. on a street that's near you. Yeah. Near it's off Charlotte street. Right. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Amazing. Hmm. Salt cave. Salt cave. Check it out. We're into it. Very into it. Um, Uh, Okay. 
uh, essential oil um, archetype readings are really cool. You can do it's a great thing for couples and for friends and for solo folks. So it's like a tarot reading, but with scent. That is a very uniquely Asheville thing uh, to do, uh, and you can do blending classes too, based on like what what scents that are pulled, by the way, from our natural environment and cultivated from herbs that are here locally. Uh, what which of those herbs speaks to you in this season of your life, mm. and like creating your own blend? But you can also just have a reading, mm. uh, and whichever one you're drawn to, it's gonna like speak to what resources might be available to you right now. That's very cool. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do that. Uh, yeah. So one of the many things that I've learned in my, uh, I'll call it courtship of Sarah so far, <laughs> is to try and smell things. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I wasn't smelling things. I was just mm. eating them like mm-hmm. rapidly as fast as possible and going for seconds. And so like I'd, I would be very interested. I don't think, I, well, who's to say what this actual experience would be like, but um, being able to say, I like that. And then finding out that that is peppermint or whatever. Mm. <laughs> like, that's, oh, that's helpful. Yeah. I didn't know what that was. That's my guess on what a essential oil reading might be yeah, like. Yeah, it's like archetypes. The blends are all based on archetypes. So, like, uh, are you uh, like the warrior right now or, or the queen? Yeah. Or, like, you, too, oh, could be the queen. Like, Tony. Yeah, <laughs> it's really cool because sometimes instead of, like, finding a scent that you really like, it might be a scent, like, the strongest one might be one you really don't like. And then there's something to learn from that as well. Like, oh, you know, then your reading is about that. How you can welcome that archetype into your life. Into it. And is that close to what tarot is except with essential oils? Yes. Because we mentioned that a lot, and this is for the listener that didn't necessarily know what a tarot reading would be like. That's, That's archetype identification and then ex- exploration is mm-hmm. that right yeah exactly yeah. so you're either a print pr- uh, queen or like a, i've seen <laughs> i've seen war bonnet is that a t- from tarot cards or is that from something else seen what like someone i bet michelle baker one time pulled a card for me and it was war bonnet and that's all i remember okay mm-hmm. i thought war bonnet was a cool card but i yeah. don't know if that's tarot or something else yeah, well, so there's a number of different decks, and oftentimes, like, different tarot readers will have a preferred deck, um, and then the archetypes on the deck. Like, you could actually have a tarot deck that's, like, plants, huh. right? Or you might have the more traditional tarot deck, like, that we're kind of used to seeing and, and using. Um, but, yeah, every, everyone's kind of different, which is neat. Cool. How many archetypes are there, generally? So for the essential oil readings, KDZ has seven, seven right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for tarot readings, do you know how many is in a deck? Are you no, like in I this idea this? of an archetype, you can create your own too. Yeah. It's like, a, uh, you know, what is your archetype? What is yours um, as a character? Like listing out the characteristics. Um, so it leaves a lot of room for creativity, which I really like. Into it. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, I was thinking about the Enneagram. Yes. Oh, oh nice. deep yeah. dive cool. that I went into recently. Yeah. Um, so fascinating. It's all Super vocabulary, right? It's yeah. all ways uh, that we can communicate what's going on right. for us. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It's it's just kind of like figuring out where where you're at, and it's a helpful mm-hmm. hierarchy in order to understand that. But. Anyways, very cool. cool. Okay, so any other Asheville (laughs) things you can think of? Um, 
I love Limones, especially for brunch. Oh, gosh, um, the tea houses downtown. Oh, yeah. Dober Tea and High Climate Tea. Totally different experiences. Dober Tea is, have you been to either? We've passed High, high Climate. climate. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, don't we've been, we haven't, I don't know if we've seen Dober. Dober is, yet, I, I know where it is. We have not been yet. Yeah. We aren't big tea drinkers, but we want to we, be bigger tea We're drinkers. not opposed to it. So one of my favorite things from uh, Role Models the movie was like I like the idea of Diet Coke. I just don't like Diet Coke. Uh, so it's like I like the idea of being a tea drinker. I just don't know enough about tea Oh my gosh, yet. I know exactly what to tell you to do. Go to High Climate immediately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because they have a tasting bar where the owner, Hunter, is like slinging teas. It's like a, a, a cocktail bar. Mm-hmm. But he is just full of information and passionate about each of the different teas. So he'll kind of walk you through, like, here's this type and this is how it tastes differently if you steep it at this temperature versus this and what does it mean and what can it do for you, et cetera. And Super then, educational. Whoa. Like, really? Um, full on education. And then you can go to Dober that has this like comfortable, wow. especially in the winter, this nice, yeah. dark, like cozy hug of a place and go through their menu. And mm. each uh, tea has a story about where it came from mm. and it's an overwhelming menu, but you just kind of start. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, tea is an experience for sure. It's not a quick cup of coffee. Nope. Dober is a great place to just check in to like have a, bring your journal and just sit there. Clearly, yeah. I'm just really into sitting. <laughs> <laughs> I've never gone through this podcast. It's like, I, I swear just I'm not that bored. Uh, but, or like hang out with a friend. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. a soft, mm-hmm. sweet place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems the way it's been described so far and even mirrored in yours is like kind of hookah vibes yeah. is what I'm getting. Like it's totally. vibe, loungy, vibey, hangout. Yeah. Warm. Cool. I mean, we love uh, all the places. Bought a boss too. You've already talked to that uh, guy. Yeah. He's yeah. on your list. So yeah. Cool. They're great. I mean, we also like hiking. Obviously. Yes, <laughs> I know. I'm, that's normally what I do. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Smokies is, uh, that's a full day, but I think the coolest hike in the Smokies that's a day's drive from Asheville is Charlie's Bunyan on the Appalachian Trail. Because you walk on the Appalachian Trail, you go to a place called a Bunyan, you pass an AT shelter, uh, you have a chance to see the elk maybe on your way, and you can drive the Blue Ridge Parkway. It is an amazing day. Bring a picnic. Um, it's a ridge hike, so the goal is big views. Um, yeah, it's about an hour and a half if you, you know, the whole drive, but the drive itself is stunning. Oh, so it's not like you're, okay, so it's a, it's a day trip. You can do it yeah. in a day. You uh-huh. bring a, yeah. bring a lunch. It's, okay, I'm with you mm-hmm. now. I was like, oh, okay, so like it's a day away driving. Like, oh, that's no, a long way. It's like New Jersey <laughs> could, if you, if you really <laughs> grinded it, you can get to New Jersey in a day. Okay, really okay. dedicated <laughs> to, no, yeah, day hikes. Okay, day, day hikes. Day hikes. I love Thanks. taking visitors to the River Arts District, mm. the Boundary area. Mm. All right. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Uh, then uh, next question. This is a question we ask all the time. We ask all of our guests, um, and it has to do with a magic wand. If we have a magic wand, and we were, uh, or you know, to give you a wish, and either we or our audience could grant it, what might that wish be? For me, I think uh, it's all about communication and community building, that uh, I would just wave the magic wand so that we're all able to clearly communicate with each other because that's such a hard thing to do, but I would wish for everyone the courage to pursue this idea of clear, assertive 
communication, um, talking to each other, talking about community, talking about dreams and hopes and all the things, and um, just not being afraid to uh, reach out, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Um, That's great. I don't know that that has anything to do with business, but that's kind of like... Well, no, it does. I mean, it, it, it does. absolutely it's a big does. It's part of our business. Yeah, it's a big part of our yeah. business. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, I'd also wish for... You can wish. Why don't you wish for something? Uh, I wish for just people to find out about us so that they can come have some fun experiences with us, um, connect with themselves and their friends and new friends in Asheville and... All our cool local stops. Yeah. Connect and communicate. Those mm-hmm. are our wishes. Yeah. There we go. I love that. They're they're connected. You know, <laughs> it's like if you if you do something with Asheville Wellness, you're gonna connect and communicate better. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Love it. Um and just because I I do think that clear communication is an essential business skill, whether or not it's in marketing or in doing the hard work that you both do to I imagine, uh, you know, heard some stray cats. I, I, there are some industries where I imagine people are very easy to maintain. I'm thinking accounting. I'm mm. thinking, <laughs> you know, uh, is it not necessarily uh, wellness? doesn't come immediately to mind when I think this is going to be a very easy field to manage the creative and artistic minds uh, of the folks that work in it. So clear communication seems like it would be an essential skill yeah awesome so where can we find you on the internet com, and then on instagram asheville wellness tours same with facebook and pinterest <laughs> perfect i love pinterest <laughs> uh, you do. seriously um cool well thank you i mean thank you both for redoing this end of an episode uh, and for being here today um it was a lot of fun yoga on a mountain in you know the with the sun setting was like just edged it out as like the coolest thing but this was pretty cool for a second coolest thing thank you so much for being here and congratulations this was an episode thank you thanks 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 for having having us And that was episode number 23. With Asheville Wellness Tours. Come on, people. How cute and sweet are they? I mean, the donut and the taco thing. Genius. Genius. So um, even more genius, perhaps, is the fact that uh, they are going to offer a free giveaway of a group of up to 10 people uh, on a a Asheville wellness tour organized event. It can be you and your nine friends. Um, and we will have all of the details for that giveaway available on our show notes page at making it in Asheville.com slash zero two three. Uh, we'll have all of the details and the ways for you to participate in this free giveaway. Um, and as you heard in the episode, I am all in on outdoor sunset yoga. Um, And anything that they do, I'm sure, is going to be as beautiful as that. Yeah, it was a really incredible experience. We highly recommend it. um, And speaking of the show notes page, if there's anything else that you heard in this episode, like books or links or things you want to learn more about, uh, we will have a list of those on the show notes page. 
And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please uh, feel free to leave us a review, like, or subscribe on Apple iTunes. We have a link to that on the show notes page. But of course, if you're listening on your phone, um, you can probably do that directly in the Apple app. And if you or anyone you know you think would be a good candidate for a guest on this show, we are always looking to meet new people um, and share stories. And so the way to do that is, again, on our website, makingitinashville.com slash podcast. Um, and you can nominate yourself or a friend. It's a very easy to find and simple to fill out nomi- nomination um, survey thing. So, babe, 22 episodes and we keep on going. I am very excited about what's to come. October is my birth month. And so it's all about me. He has to make a big deal out of it. I Come on. This is a month-long celebration. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm going to close out this episode. High five. Stealing my, my catchphrase. <laughs> She's stealing my catchphrase. I'm not going to let her steal my Pat myself on the back. Good job. It's my catchphrase. Thank, thank you, Chris Ficke, for after episode one, giving me some good feedback. He said, hey, listen, you said high five. I think that could be a catchphrase. Thank you, Chris. It has since been the catchphrase. That's because of you. None of this is going to be in the podcast. <laughs> All of this is going to be in the podcast. <laughs> Babe, high five, 22. There's a lot to be figured out, but by the time it publishes, we will have all of the details and what's in store for you and your friends. All you have to do is visit our show notes page, show notes, show notes page. Visit. Over there, Sarah. Show notes page. Uh, we're getting loopy. Making it in Asheville.com slash zero two.